Pickaxe. Welcome back to Erois. The champions of Erois have plunged into the ocean depths in search of the Titan Valena's hidden demiplane and her final forge. Guided by the diamond construct D1, the Storm Chaser's new magical upgrades allow the airship to dive deep into the broken valleys and chasms caused by the sundering of Erois when the goddess Siaska was defeated. The ship comes to a dead end but D1 reveals a hidden door and takes the ship into a vast, enormous cavern hidden inside the earth itself. Here, the party see giant stone columns with bridges of stone and hundreds of gemstone constructs working on an untouched city, repairing it, adapting it for unknown purposes. Sentinel Prime recognizes this city as Solvin, once her home and one of the great exalted domains of Erois. The constructs, however, cannot reveal any details about the city or their task. Eventually, they come before a great edifice of a hunched elderly dwarven woman crouched around a dying forge flame, as if protecting it from an unseen wind with her own body. Here, the demigoddess Vala confirms that this edifice is the entrance to Valena's demiplane, and the party enter. With Vala's help, uh, they find a grand magical forge with an enormous anvil at its core, and behind it, a titanic dwarven woman waits for them. Valena reveals that before Siaska transformed into the cradle that protects Erois, she gave her two tasks to complete. One was to prepare a tool for those who would rise up to face the enemy, and the other was to create a contingency to keep the hope and dream of Erois alive and to protect it from the eternal darkness that threatens it. For centuries, Valena despaired and mourned, until, to help find her creativity, the party triggered events that set much of this story in motion. And watching them, Valena was inspired once more. As one of her tasks now nears completion, the other still to be done. Normally, she would have called on her fellow Titans, but with two gone and the others lost to rage and grief, she must instead ask the champions to help her in forging the Star Seed. This work requires them to attune six foci to key elements of the Starseed. Memory, magic, spirit, knowledge, connection, and hope. Doing so whilst Valena forges the incredibly powerful artifact's form is made difficult due to surges of magic and tasks that must be completed. Struggling to attune the third foci, Maximilian Taldros and Ayla work together to complete it, but their failures have cost Valena much of her strength and three foci still remain. With Lucius locked to one, the task falls to Nova, Quill, and Sentry. And that's where we're gonna pick back up. But before we get to your turns in this sort of pseudo encounter, I'd like to ask, do you guys trust me with something? No. Yes. Yeah. Wait, hang on. No, wait. Uh, no, no, that was just yeah. a snap answer. Me? I it... trust you with my life. Okay. Is it my firstborn? No. Oh. You have one? Because you can have them. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want them. Okay. Unless it's my life. No one does. Um, uh, so, as you prepare Wait, yourselves... Wait, what was that? As you prepare yourselves to continue reforging the Starseed, you see Valena buckle to her knees. 
Her arm drops and the hammer clatters to the ground, her graying hair now almost white. Powering the Memori foci, forging the seed, it, it, it's too much, I, I cannot. Before you can speak or act, a bright violet light flares in the center of the room. You feel your skin raise and a sensation of something moving you, though you remain stationary. As you look to the anvil, you see Valor hovering in the air. Around her are a number of spoked wheels, geometric circles, and almost clock-like designs of shimmering purple magic. The air around her seems to distort in triangular patterns, and you begin to see reflections of the forge in them. You see yourselves, though there are minor differences and changes. You see a more empowered Valena in these spaces as well. With a grunt, Valor throws her hands to the side, and the wheels and the circles and the clocks begin to spin in different directions. The triangular windows of space flash. No, no, the odds were against us from the start. Somewhere, someday, things would be different. And as Valena finishes her motion, the lights stop, the magic vanishes, and you seem to be in the same chamber, but Valena's strength has returned. Instead, her hammer now hovers over the Memori foci, and a statue of Ayla is underneath it, tethered to the foci. Lucius, Ayla, and Maximilian, you no longer feel yourselves tethered to the foci that you are at, but you do feel that your strength and your mind slightly weakened. So to explain this, I had some thoughts about the encounter that we last did, and I wasn't okay. happy with some of the things in it. I didn't think that some of it was fair, and also some of it wasn't very interesting or exciting. So I, and luckily you guys happen to have a demigoddess of time and space. So well, yeah. to kind of retcon some of the things, I'm not gonna change everything, but to make it a bit more fun and a bit more fair, uh, I have made some slight changes to this encounter, right, for these last three foci. So everything's still the same, uh, with these exceptions. Uh, those of you who previously couldn't leave your foci, you can now move away from it, but you cannot attune to another foci. You are locked to the one you're attached to. You can't help do the other ones. You have disadvantage on any ability check that cannot be countermanded. If you have advantage from rage, you still have a disadvantage on the check, right? Because wow. you are basically tethered to this thing and it's draining your strength while you're attached to it. Lucius, for you, any concentration spell will only last until the end of your next turn. Okay. Like it's literally, you get one round of a spell, you can't maintain concentration on it. Um, you won't ever like fall out the sky, you'll just drop down, it's not gonna hurt you, but you can't keep concentrating on spells while you have this effect. Uh, the other thing is previously Valor's abilities, I was like rolling a saving throw for her every round, and it just meant that she didn't get to do anything because I kept failing it. That's not fun. So instead, uh, each of her three abilities, the ability to grant haste, to grant a reroll, and to create two portals are now one-use abilities, right? She can use them once and then they're done. Any of you can choose to use that at the start of your turn before you take any other actions. Oh, once for the entire encounter. The entire encounter. Right, okay. You can use it and then it's gone, right? Yeah. Um, you can use it at the start of your turn. If you do anything else, if you move bonus action action, you can't use that ability. You have to, It has to be the first thing you do on your turn. Okay. All right? Um, and just to update you on where the current things stand, you have three foci infused, mm -hmm. uh, memory, um, uh, magic, magic and spirit. And spirit. Yep. Uh, but you have also had two failed infusions, and it cost a lot of Valor's, of, of Valina's strength to uh, take the one that Ayla was attuned to, right? This means 
the the star seed and Valena can withstand two more failures oh. or sixty points of damage um, to the device. Easy. Right? Okay. So let's keep Three that in foci, mind. Two failures. The stunt with Max and Ayla working together cannot be repeated. Like that took all like what Valena's strength she had that took all of that to give that like the ability for them to work together on it. All right. Okay. Uh, and also, any previous effects that were in place, like the tasks, any sort of like um, like environmental effects, they are now all gone. These pillars disappear. The ice wall. Uh, the ice wall would probably disappear, I think, at this point. Okay. Um, just because of the Valor's magic would have reset those kind of things. So, what did she just? Did she just like take elements of the current timeline and just bring them back into a rewinded? Don't know. A rewound. You don't know. Multiverse. That's a different dimension, Valena. Maybe. Have you been to the cinema recently, Mark? <laughs> uh, I have, but I don't think that that was a particular influence. I, I haven't seen. Va- Valor's, Valor's powers I have known since the beginning of this campaign. So, um, but if you'd like, if you want to make an Arcana check for me, Quill, you can absolutely make an Arcana. I mean, check. I, I, I definitely want to identify what the f- happened. What the hell that was? Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, a huge nine plus Arcana, uh, seventeen. Seventeen. It's difficult to tell. Like, what just happened was... Uh, make a religion check, actually, for me. Religion? I, I, can't, I think religion would also... Th- there's, uh, like, two separate elements to this. Religion, religion, religion. What is my religion? Uh, oh, 16. Plus two. Damn. So 18. No, oh, right. 16 total. Yeah. Um, clearly, what Valor just used was her true power. Like, like, like her powers, like her... You know, every god, Hesper was the god of magic, right? Or knowledge. Um, Valena is the god, the god of the forge, the god of like creation. Valor's divine spark is connected to time and space. Dialga like, and Palkia. I don't know what those are. Um, Pokemon. But you know, you've seen Valor's abilities to like shift things around, teleport, create portals. She's managed to kind of create that bubble that allowed you to go through the volcano. Mm-hmm. Even that was like not just teleportation magic. She was actually phasing out it in time. The lava and the heat in time was being phased out. Um, what she's just done there, you don't think she can repeat anytime soon. I don't uh, care, that was incredibly powerful. Um, but it basically, <laughs> uh, best guess for you, Quill, and like Nova, I think you would don't even need to make a check. You can kind of figure some of this stuff out. Um, she brought in elements of like variant timelines to <laughs> basically like where like your odds were better. Like, you know, that things were different. The forge worked differently. And okay. she's brought in elements of those. Maybe, maybe in uh it maybe in a different timeline, you guys came here earlier when she had more strength. Maybe you came here later when some of the forge was different, or you know. My brain. Yeah. Or like maybe not even necessarily connected to you guys, just like a different period in the Forge's life or in Valena's life. She's brought in elements of that as well. That's cool. Um, it's also Mark's way of yeah, canonizing changes that he's made. If this is what a retcon is going to look like, yes. I want I want that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I'm also doing this and like, you know, not to, we, I know we want to crack on with the game here, but like, if you're a fellow DM, it's totally a good thing to reflect on a session and be like, I wasn't really happy with how that worked or that didn't seem that fun. Change it. Like, that's we're all here to have fun, right? And like, actually make it a good game. So don't ever feel like you can't change something, so. Um, I'm already in. Crystal's <laughs> making a fade, I don't know. I'm ready. <laughs> it was cool before and it's cool now. Yeah, it was a lot of talking. We can jump into it now. Right. We're gonna start with a brand new um, top of the initiative. Yes. Um, oh, that was the other thing I was gonna change. Rather than you guys having set initiatives, you now basically, Valena will take her turn, Some stuff, something will happen, 
you can then decide who goes in what order. Okay. Right? Okay, cool. So, again, that was another thing I wanted to change. I forgot to put it in my notes. But, um, yeah, because, like, the way the initiatives were working, it was like Lucius was stuck not being able to do stuff half the time. Yeah. People were, like, not able to, like, contribute in ways that they wanted to. And in a normal combat, that's fine. You know, that's part of it, right? But in this, you guys should be able to pick who goes when and, like, oh, if I go now, I can do this thing, which will help Nova do that thing, and da-da-da-da. I want it to be okay. more like that. So we choose a person, and they take their combat turn. Yeah, and then, you, and then somebody else goes. But you get cool. to nice. pick the order that that goes in, right? Hell yeah. Um, so uh, for Valena's turn, she to prep the next foci, which I believe is, unless somebody wants knowledge. to pick me to do it. Knowledge. knowledge. There we go. Knowledge. To prep that, she will begin continuing, and she just says, I do not know what you have done, little sister. I feel my strength return. We must continue with the star seed. Um, and she is going to begin a task uh, which will create an effect. So as she begins forging the star seed, and she uh, now she's brought out all these different tools, like a chisel and like pliers, and she's bending the metal around this seed-like shape. You begin to hear this high-pitched frequency, this high intense ringing that resounds around. You are all deafened as long as this sound is in place. Um, and you can hmm. hear this like constant ringing and there's going to be some thunder damage at the start of your turn. Oh. Um, Valena's voice, being a titan, does manage to break through that slightly deaf and you hear it in your mind. Um, and you hear her say, something in the star seed is giving out a harmonic imbalance. We must find a way to cancel it. We must find a way to balance it and equalize it. Um, she doesn't tell you how to do that. It's going to be up for you guys to figure out. Uh, you need to complete this task before you can begin attuning the next foci. And uh, at the start, whoever takes a turn, you will take five thunder damage. So assume, okay. yeah. I presume we all have to take a turn, right? You yeah. do, unless so you might have resistance, or like maybe somebody will cast a spell to like you know give you resistance or something. So I didn't want to just be like, right, everyone take five damage now. But unless you're planning to do anything to change that, um, okay. So how does one rebalance the harmonic resonance? Could I make an Arcana checker or...? If you'd like to take your turn, if you want to have like Nova go first and like basically spend like your action trying to like figure this out, mm. absolutely. you are going to be tuning to knowledge. No, I'm attuning to connection. I think oh, right. Quill was going to do Quill, knowledge. Quill boy. Yeah. Knowledge boy. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, if I remember, uh, it's uh, knowledge, yeah, uh, connection, <laughs> hope, hope is the yeah. one at the top. We just need to figure out how to get Sentry way up into the hope one. Yeah. Yeah. Portals. Ah, portals. Point. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to take your turn? Your turn now, Nova. Yeah, I might as well. And you want to spend an action, basically, to like think, figure have out, a, have what a think. This is have a think. Yeah. Um, so I think just a straight up intelligence check on this one. So just, um, just pl d20 plus your intelligence. No rerolls or anything. Eleven. Eleven total. I, I have indomitable, but I think that's saving throws. Yeah. I'd let you use it. If you want to use a use of Indomitable to reroll this ability check, I'd let you. You know what? I will. Because this isn't a combat encounter, yeah. so that ability is going to be useless if you don't use it in this. I wouldn't let you do this in like a normal situation, but. And that one. Oh, right, okay. Ooh. Yeah, this ringing is so piercing, Nova, as you're trying to think, but it's like distracting your thoughts. It's really hard. Um, Canceling it, like, ah, just it, your brain's so scattered, it's hard to think. Like, Playing a really loud noise, like, but it would—you don't even know what frequency it would need to be. Like, yeah, it's hard to figure out. Um, you still have a move and a bonus action. I think I'll start moving. Sure. Uh, let me just very quickly check what the teleport. I think the to tel swap with Tiangong. I think it's. Um, I don't think there's a range on it. 
Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll start moving towards um, uh, back. That, the back one yes. anyway, just Five, in case. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So you can walk past Valena as she's like bending this metal, and every time she like touches it, this ringing is just echoing through the, the forge itself. That's it for me. Okay. Sozzle pops, dudes. Sozzle pops. Mm. All right. Uh, so, who would like to take the next? I don't mind going next. If you've got an idea, go for it. I have an idea. Sure. Lucius is going to do a very similar thing. Okay. Because I have an idea, but okay. whether Lucius is good enough to think sure. about it, I'll do an intelligence check. Okay. I mean, if it, if you've got the idea, Lucius can have the idea. You don't ever have to roll for like if my character would think of the same thing I have. Like, okay. I trust you guys not to meta game. So. The idea is Lucius hears a ringing right before you go deafened. Yeah, like I mean, the deaf you are deafened because this because ringing is so loud. loud. Like, yeah, he's thinking if there's a certain spell he can do, mm-hmm. and he's trying to think back on all the spells he's cast that has a similar pitch. Do you think you have a spell like that? Um, I'm thinking of like casting one that's like either like a beam or something like that that's like sends out a specific frequency. You tell me what spell you like to cast. Tasha's caustic broom. So just like this column of acid, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. So you want to cast the spell and try and like, you know, match it. Yeah. You can do anything else. Just cast. I the spell. will. Actually, it's Tasha's caustic. It's not a single target, so I can't twin it to like boost it. I wonder if doing some meta magic will like enhance its maybe. sound. Yeah, maybe. That sounds sounds smart to me. You just tell me what you'd like to do. He's a smart guy. How do I use this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, if you want to, like, you could, because you've not taken, you've not done anything yet. If you want to think about it and have somebody else go, you can have a think about it. Yeah, I'll think about what sure. to. Uh, yeah, you've not, you've not asked me a question or like rolled a dice yet. I so. think I have an idea. <laughs> sure. What? Nobody can hear me. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, you, um, yeah. I can read your lips. Oh. That's true. Yeah. So Quill, yeah, Quill does like Peak. understand what you've said. Uh, also, any telepathic communication still functions. Good thing well. we're all wearing those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sentry's got one. Yeah. Sentry and Lucius. Shouting into the void. Did I speak through it though? Probably not. No. You probably just. <laughs> uh, so anybody, uh, everyone's looking intently at their character sheets. I mean, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I'm, I'm annoyed because I have an idea, but I can't do anything. Now, well, so. again, like, is this like Kim has an idea? that like you think would work or were you rolling as nova to like actually like get information you don't know out of me i had two ideas when i began my turn one was to do an arcana check and the other was to cast a spell that made noise okay well next turn save the cast if nobody else can come on an idea maybe you can use that on your next turn yeah that's like like, yeah that's still a thing because the arcana check i would have told you stuff that you don't know so Mm. that works but if you have an idea you don't need to think like oh i have to roll for anything Um, all right, Re. If you think you, you've got an idea, or like um, you want to take your turn, yeah, I was um, just going to cast Aura of Purity on myself, and then um, protect people around me in a thirty-foot radius from being deafened. Oh, interesting. Okay. Toy. Um, being deafened or has an advantage on saving throws against effects that cause. I, I would say that it would stop deafened. this effect. Then uh, I would say that that would actually at least allow us to concentrate. Oh mm. shit! Fix it. Uh, is that everyone? Yeah, okay. Everybody in a 30-foot radius, so... Uh, so 30-foot, I think... I can get to Nova. I wish I had, like, a little measure. Five, ten, yeah, I think it's five, everyone but Lucius. Yeah. 30, you won't Lucius get Lucius, just out. and you'll hit okay. everybody else. Um, yeah, so, like, around Sentry,
country, we see this like bubble, I imagine, like it kind of like a sphere kind of projects out from you. And it's yeah. like, you know, it doesn't reside, it doesn't remain, but there's this faint aura of magic. And that ringing, it's still there, but it's lessened to the point where like suddenly you're like, oh God, you can now hear and speak to each other and stuff like that. Um, you are no longer deafened. So you counter it with your sentinel boom box playing the brand. The other thing, Sentry, is if you, if, you, <laughs> if you moved over, you probably could have caught Lucius in that as well, by the way. Yeah. Like if you had gone over like, 5, 10, 15, 20, I think that's still 5, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, yeah. Nice, yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, I'd say cool. yeah, I'd say if you move there, you can nice. catch everyone. All right, everyone. Uh, so yeah, so you're no longer deaf and the thunder damage will start, still take place though. Um, so this is protecting you from like the intense ringing, but like it still hurts. It's almost like okay. vibrating through your body. Um, mm. All right, that was Sentry, you're done. Bonus yep. action or anything? Uh, no, I'm all good. All right, cool. Uh, Leaves us with uh, three left. Do you think... You can always ask me a question. You can always be like, can I make a check? Can I do this? Can I do that? So... so We've had two weeks off. Go get back in the mm, back in the groove. Yeah, I think I'll, so yeah. my Warhammer, and when I'm raging... It crackles and thunders with the power of a raging storm. Mm -hmm. That's thunder, and this is doing thundery things. Mm -hmm. Could I just try and either expend a charge on my hammer or a rage charge to, like, focus on my rage so intently that it makes it louder and the crackling coming from me and the hammer actually, like, matches the frequency of this mm. thing, potentially? Interesting. Roll for me. We'll make it a check. You use a use a rage, okay. and then roll a Constitution ability check for me. Now you will have disadvantage because yeah. you're currently infused, um, but yeah, roll it with Constitution. So just D20 plus your Con mod. Oh, it's not a super high DC, but let's make it a dice roll. Mm. Uh, 14. 14. Yes, 14 is fine. It was only DC. I think DC 13 because it's a bit of a check. So you do like Ayla. You kind of feel like you channel that rage and you almost try and you almost try and force more lightning out of your body and in through this hammer that you've got this deep connection to and you know is attuned to your own magic and power and it does begin to hum you kind of hear this like like a continuous roll peal of thunder that's just repeating over and over and over again this kind of like humming vibration noise and anybody who's watching i would say quill with your perception and then nova with your knowledge of magic and lucius i would say as well um with your getting knowledge of magic like you can almost see like ayla's hammer's head is vibrating um and it might be useful like it itself is not strong enough to counter this like intense powerful ringing but you think there's something that might it might be able to do, but you, there's like something that's quite missing from this equation, right? There's like um, an element here that like you're not quite getting. Like the hammer alone isn't enough, but it's probably gonna help if you can figure out something. You know, it'll probably be useful in some way. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, I'd say that that's probably like a bonus action, Ayla, if you still want to move, uh, if you want to do anything. Um. Can I like shout to Nova and, and be like? Um, what can I do? Is, I'm doing this. Is it helpful? It's a hammer. Um. <laughs> and just as a reminder as well, you can now move away from your foci. Is there anything like 
metal near me that is not the thing, it's the, the forge. Um, metal near you, no. Well, there's some gates. There's like some kind of like metal um, uh, kind of portcullises uh, near where you first arrived in the fortress. There's no doorway. Yeah. But it's almost like these metal bars that stretch up into the nothingness of space that seems to be above you. Can I um, go over to one of them and hit it? Yeah, absolutely. To yeah. try and make it ring out. So, that's like, so you'll need to jump over, but that's easy enough for you to do. Um, <laughs> I can't reach. Uh, <laughs> it's the one. The one design floor is I'm small. Um, I'm five seven. Uh, so yeah, you you jump across. You land next to this thing, and yeah, make a. Um, you don't. I wouldn't say even make an attack roll. Just roll damage for me. No, so, roll roll an attack roll to see if you crit. But it's like AC ten. You're gonna. Hit. I did actually crit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, so, legit. roll damage for me. Legit crit. Uh, this will be thunder damage rather than bludgeoning damage. Oh, okay. Because you um, have done this thing to like, yeah. you're almost like turning the hammer into thunder damage. With normal crit rules. With normal crit rules. Absolutely. Brutal critical. Everything applies. 40. Yeah. Is it 40? Yeah, it's 40, right? It's, if it's 4d10 that you would roll, then it becomes 40, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 40. This <laughs> is brutal critical three times. <sighs> um, wait, yeah. Hey, miss, I can make six attacks around. I know, I'm right? just looking at my natural one on that. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm just trying to see if this dice is nice dice. Right? Dice man. Fix that dice. Jail. We should just, I mean, like, you know, there's the Will Wheaton curse. I also yeah. think that we should sort of like, like the requasion or something like that. Uh, which is like, you real know. Reeton. <laughs> real real Reeton. Re real Reeton curse. Yeah, it's for, it's for real Reeton. So it's so, 40 plus 20. another 40 10. Plus all your modifiers. 47 plus 9. Yep, 56. Plus 3. 59. 59. Plus 3. 62. Plus 11. 73. Nice. Plus 6. <laughs> 6 lightning. Plus 2. Another 8, so 80 points. Yeah. Yep, 80 points of damage. So Ayla leaps across. She brings the hammer in one smooth motion. <laughs> slams it against these metal bars and the bars don't break. First of all, Ayla, like you hit these bars super hard and it's like they just absorb the impact, like the one ring when it hits the ground. Mm. The hammer just stops dead. But all of you hear this ring, this kind of high pitch, like it's like the vibrations of the thunder damage go up through these bars. And then there is this moment where that high pitch ringing from the star seed and Ayla's ring from hitting these bars, and then it becomes silence. And then nothing comes back. And you hear Valena like, that's it, you've done it. That has canceled out the, the imbalance. We can proceed. Awesome. What? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm gonna hang shit. <laughs> um, All right. That's Bose. Nice, yeah. so it's... <laughs> <laughs> my, my airpods are pretty good. Just, just the tinnitus. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, tinnitus. Right. Uh, so we have Lucius and Quill still have full turns. Um, this is like, I would say this is the opportunity because you know that the foci is going to be next. Uh -huh. This is where you want to start thinking about like, how can you get there? How can you help the person make that check? So I can't you, do it this. You I can't do it this turn. You have to wait till Valena takes her turn to set it all up. I mean, yeah, I may as well take mine then and move up to uh, the knowledge folky. Yeah, you can reach there around with your movement because it's uh, like flight speed. 
And I'm also, yeah, I'm also going to yell to everyone, what do I need to do? What did you, what did you guys have to do? Think of stuff. I don't know. Ah, oh, I'm good at that. Remember things. <laughs> okay, memory. All right. My I... strong point. Okay. Yeah, You're, you love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, do, do you want to do anything else? You've only used your move action. Um, I've used so many spells uh, that I, I think I'm just going to get ready to All right. do this and hope that Lucius takes a very long turn so that I can think of something. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be yet, though. Oh, I know. No. Um, all right. So no action, no bonus action? No, just... Uh, okay. Why? No reason. Okay. Um, so, Lucius. Lucius is just going to move up to Sentry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really Lucius. long time. It's going to walk there. No bonus action? Uh, bonus mm. action. Curious. Moral support. Oh, I should have done that. Should, you want to dash, Lucius, to just get next to Sentry, or are you happy with just one? Uh, I think this is all right. Yeah. Uh, no action? I bonus will action. hold an action. Okay. Yeah. If it doesn't go well, Okay. With Quill, yes. I will dash towards the pillar. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you'll just you'll make a run for it if it goes. It looks like I'll it's try getting badly. Take over, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can you, you know it won't work. You can't. Uh, no, the, yeah, but I'll, I'll head towards it. So just I to help try and help in someone yeah, else. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes character sense. I just want to make sure you don't think yeah, that, yeah. that can happen again. Um, all right. Uh, I will also just again because it's a new round. I will remind you at the start of your turn you can activate any of Valor's powers. Like at the start of your turn before you do anything else, you can activate any of her powers. I want to pull haste for free. Uh, you can do that if you want. Nah. So she can conjure two portals that are linked. Um, she can give you haste, or she can give you a reroll basically on an ability check. Who's left to attune to a pillar? Me. Me. And me. Me. <laughs> really get far ready. Away. Okay. Get ready for connection. No, knowledge. Oh, no. Knowledge. So as, as Lucius says that for later, I uh, shouldn't be doing memory. The metal finishes wrapping around uh, the star seed, um, and she will lift up. Uh, it almost looks like um, almost like a little hand drill, like a wood carver's hand drill. And you see that she's pulling out all of these tools, and they're beautifully made, almost like they're made of energy. Um, and she brings that up, and then she directs it towards the foci, this column with this in crystal embedded into it. And as she points it, it fires out like a kind of like link of energy that connects it to the star seed. And then she will call out and say, the foci is ready. Make your preparations. Make sure you are prepared, Kila Kadkala. Oh, I don't know what I need to be prepared for, but okay. Rely on your friends if need be. Um, and I hand it over to you. You guys can take the, this in any order you wish. You don't have call doesn't have to go first. It's an action to. It is an action to infuse. Okay. I feel like it works for you to try it first, and then we've got a whole round yeah. to try and help if it goes. See if I can. Bonus I think it would help if you had four Lucius's around you. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be very strong. Go quill. Go quill. <laughs> I mean, there, there four, might be creative uses of spells like. Lucius's. Yeah. yeah, there's spells like enhance ability, guidance, bless. Like, there's tons of stuff you can be doing to like boost. Minor or blast. Do you want a bless? I can pop a bless for you. Maybe I should have done that with my action last turn. I could change gravity around you. Oh, you need man. another oscillator. Maybe, yeah. If I'm oscillating, I might be. Help you to remember, Barry. You know. Yeah, when the blood is flowing to your head everywhere. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I don't really have any bonus actions or anything. But well, you don't have to take your turn first. Like Century said, she could bless you. Give you a bless. You want to pop a bless? Pop a bless. Pop a bless on him. Pop a bless. Pop a bless. Yeah. Yeah. Pop a bless. Um, yeah. I'll move up closer to Quill then, and I'll give him a bless, and then my aura of purity will go. It's concentration. 
20. Um, with this range, you could give the bless to Nova as well, because yeah, I think it's three creatures, foot, right? Yeah. yeah, and then yourself could be the other one. Yeah, do a level, yeah. Just level one. Level one bless, yeah. So this is... 1d4 to ability checks. Yeah. Uh, okay. And uh, attack rolls, I think. Or saving throws in there. But I'm going to say it counts for ability Yeah, checks. attack rolls saving throws. I'll say it counts for ability checks. Um, I'll also, before I do this, yes. I'll move round a little bit just so I can feel Sentry's aura. Um, uh, her aura push shot. It to you. No, oh, the, like the saving, uh, throw aura. saving throw aura. You kind of have to fly up in the air. Oh, can I not just sidle up to the wall? Um, the wall is kind of like slightly away. Like it? the <laughs> square edges of that platform in the, on the map aren't actually there. It's like a rounded gate. Yeah, yeah. It's like a cage that completely surrounds the pillar. You have to go up the stairs to the side to get to it. But you could fly at the top of the gate, and then that would catch you in the aura. If it helps, it helps. Uh, it's a thing. It's the height of the gate's accurate. Um, no, the the stairs and the gates are uh, it's much higher up. It's like that's why Quill flying up to it was quite good because I was asking him how like the movement wise. Um, it's probably from where Sentry is. Quill's probably about I would say thirty feet up in the air. Um, okay. okay. Hmm. Touch, please. Oh, All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tom's taking his turn. I'm gonna take it. So, <laughs> other turns. It's fine. That was the plan. I was going to go near the top yeah, so everyone can react to my failures. I was just going to press the digitation your brain. Oh. <laughs> Mending on your brain. I'm going to cast Create Bonfire on you. <laughs> Set you on fire. That will help. Quill, as you touch this crystalline material inside the pillar, you feel everything go still. Uh-huh. And you suddenly find yourself in an expansive white space. Nothing around you. And you hear this voice calling out uh, the knowledge of the lost, of craft, of history, of the world. Bed in what you would share with others. Tell me the history of Erois. Tell me what it means to you. That is your question. So this is as Quill, you have to infuse this thing uh, with, uh, I will, let me just get my knowledge here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tell me fucking everything. <laughs> the story of everyone and everything. As a character, yeah, you need to think and focus on knowledge. Uh, what that means to you, uh, memories of things related to knowledge, like it is your interpretation of what the foci of knowledge should be imbued with. <laughs> Okay. But it needs to be from Quill's perspective. It's like things that Quill has seen or knows or has learned or that kind of stuff. You just have to remember a thing. You just have to remember everything. It's nothing big. Uh, <laughs> it's basically the same. I would. Um, do I have my tome? No. I don't have my tome. No. Hindrance. Within Slight you. hindrance. Um, yeah, like, you almost realize you don't have a physical form here. Like, you are here, but, like, you can't look at your body or anything like that. I will visualize, as hard as I can, mm -hmm. the memory of Kaylee's Rest, mm -hmm. um, the Temple of Hesper there, mm -hmm. when it burned down, mm -hmm. and not the knowledge contained within that temple, but the fear and sadness mm -hmm. of the local populace when they realized that the temple had been destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, and try and focus on the idea of 
the missing knowledge and the fear of knowledge being lost to such a reckless act. Mm. Um, and kind of try and focus that into a way of the importance of knowledge in Aroes and um, the reliance on it as well. What does that mean to Quill, though? Like, yeah, that's a memory Quill has. And like you, you say, like, it's like the fear the people of Kaylee's Rest had. But like, what does Quill feel about it? Was that knowledge important to Quill? Like, did Quill f was was Quill afraid of that knowledge being lost? Um, not necessarily the facts within, but mm. the knowledge of the teachings of the current events and the actions of that people being the immediate knowledge um, to learn and respond to the event. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And yeah. Oh God. The fear of losing the past. Mm -hmm. uh, That's something Quill cares about. Yes. Okay. What does knowledge mean to Quill? Everything. <laughs> In what way? I wanted to say power. But that's just such a tropey thing. Knowledge is power, but it isn't. So why is it? It's history, and it's friendships, and it's the future, and the past, and the actions people take, and the reasons people live. It's everything. It's everything. My answer is everything. sense of fear, this sense of duty almost, to preserve it. I don't think this is intelligence. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not sure it's wisdom. <laughs> this fear is a very personal thing. Technically, fear is often countered by a wisdom saving throw. Hmm, could be wisdom. Knowledge is everything. Make a wisdom ability check. Whew. Just your wisdom modify. You don't know anything else, but you can add 1d4 from the bless spell. Okay. Plus six. Let's have a look. Let me have a think about this DC, because I have criteria here. How personal was it to the character? How impactful has it been in the character's life? How well it matches the theme of the foci. I want to do the curveball of the missing knowledge rather than just like a library. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I didn't say I didn't like the answer. I'm just keeping my poker face on. All right, got this. ability check, plus 1d4, wisdom. Okay. Do you have any portents? Uh, I do not. Yeah. But 11 plus 6, so 17, plus a d4, plus 4. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> there are moments where that fear rises up in you. It shakes some of that belief. You do start to worry what happens if you lose that knowledge. Hesper's gone. It's on you now. There's nobody left. You're the most powerful priest of Hesper that still remains, and he's gone. Doesn't that make knowledge your responsibility now? And then you can almost feel that magic from Sentry, like, a, like her metal hand on your shoulder. 
and you feel that fear dissipate a little. You feel that sense of responsibility is still there, but there's that assurance that you're not in it alone. And you feel that you infuse the foci and it connects. Yes. Man, I feel like I just said a lot of stuff and then you, like a therapist, was just like, oh, so you'd be talking about this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. You yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, oh. might have been I've had two weeks to think about this encounter a bit more. Um, and make it a bit more Bye. interesting. <laughs> you did it. Uh, so yeah, you guys watch. Uh, for you, it is just a brief moment. Quill touches this thing and then immediately it flares to life. There is, uh, very similar to Quill's magic, this golden light feathers you almost see almost drift around the column now that it's been infused. And there is this tether that goes from Quill's heart into the crystalline uh, material. Um, very much like the others now, Quill, you can move. Mm -hmm. You have disadvantage on all ability checks. You cannot reinfuse to another foci, and any spells that have concentration only last until the end of your next turn. Um, okay. So you find yourself like nice. weakened, like your mind distracted, like like this foci is still pulling things from you. Like that was like a connection. Now it's almost drawing out the actual, the facts, the figures, the knowledge. You can feel like not taking them from you, but you feel it like copying it from your mind. Um, and then for Ayla and Lucius, by the way, just to kind of give you a bit of insight into this now, how this works. So for Ayla, it's like all those times when you fought, like you can remember those memories. It's taking like how to wield a weapon, how to strike an opponent when they block your blow, how to um, climb a mountain, like all of these physical things that you know or you've experienced, like you feel it copying this information from you. And you also are still heavily connected to Maximilian and it's pulling the same things from him. And I think actually, oh, this is a good thing. Actually, I'm thinking about this now. You start to see stuff that you begin to recognize and like, it's almost like you see Max's memories, but they tie into your own because you see him fighting alongside other wild elves. You see him fighting alongside other wild elves that, like, you see in the distance one that looks a bit like you. Like, in the distance, Max didn't notice that maybe he'd just glance past them, but, like, you saw yourself. You see codes to, like, a base on Gideon Prime, and you remember that code, even though you're seeing it in Max's mind. You see all of these different things. You see his training. You see him training as a young boy. Like, you, you see memories of Max as an orphan in Gideon Prime, like on the streets, like fighting for survival, being taken in and trained as a knight. Like, you see all these different things. Like, you see his homeworld being destroyed um, and him being saved by one of the Valkyrian ships that was taking refugees from it. Uh, you see all these different things and it's it's copying these memories of these like moments of survival and courage and and anger and rage and hatred and battle copying all of this stuff and for lucius for you being connected to magic every spell that you've cast every magic effect that you've encountered it's like copying these effects from you it's like learning from you all the ones i succeeded on right even the ones you failed. Um, things that you've witnessed other people, like it's copying memories of like, you remember Zarkira casting that meteor spell and you see that like it almost like in your mind, you can feel like you can see everything in the forge, but at the same time, like another memory is playing at this exact same time. You see her intricate hand gestures, you see her lips and you can almost read the words she's saying but it's copying that information, like it's just taking that information away from you. Um, every time you've cast a spell, that feeling of how you summon the magic is being copied. Um, every time you've seen Quill summon his divine magic, when Hesper burst into the billions, infinite number of Hespers, like all of this stuff, it's 
copying, as if it's learning about magic and the different ways it functions and how it works. And then, yeah, for Quill, it's like any book you've ever read, the knowledge, the timeline, the history of Erois, um, the names of places that you've been, like just geography and like mineral breakdowns, like stuff that maybe you don't even really even remember, like you glanced at it in a book and then closed the page. This almost like a photographic memory snaps that page back into perfect clarity and is copying reams of that information away. I mean, I've also had the tome flick pages in front of me and that thing that, contains... That's a great question. That's actually a good point. You feel the tome vibrating next to you and, like, you know that it's copying information from the tome as well. Um, just the wayfinders go. We hack into this and do the inverse and fill the tome with all the knowledge of a rose. It pretty much has that. <laughs> it does, yeah. It does. I'm just it has making legend. notes of all the... This the Starbeam bases and all the secret <laughs> info from Max, like, oh, interesting, yeah. You're not sure if you'll remember afterwards, but it's definitely there. It's going through us um, briefly. Quick, Nova, get a pen! <laughs> so we had Sentry and Quill. You guys both went. Yeah. Um, the rest of you, again, you still have your turns. Valena's going to have to do another task. She's going to have to prepare the star seed. So you've got at least a couple, like, four more rounds of, like, task, foci, task, foci. Yeah. Um, so again, any preparations you want to make? Now's the time. The connection time. So this is a new round, is it? Ten. Uh, no, this is well, still the same round, round with Sentry. I readied in action, so you that's did, pretty much but gone. Yeah, so yeah, yeah nothing, so I'm, nothing I'm triggers. Done. You're done. So uh, uh, Nova and Ayla, if there's anything you guys would like to do. I just want to move into the middle. Sure. Do you want to help can... uh, Tom? Can you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm too small. <laughs> yeah, I'm too short to you. Um, I want to teleport swap places with Tiangong. Yeah, absolutely. I can um, than that. And I, uh, that's my action. <laughs> so yes. I don't know as a bonus action, could I... I don't know if I could dismiss them and then because I want to summon them back again so they're with me when I touch the foci. But I think I'll have to do that next round because I have to dismiss You them. could just tell, like, Tiangong is, is like a being and whilst this is up high, I think it would be pretty, because it's like an insubstantial, I think it, you could just tell it to move up and it will come up to you. I don't, we, we don't need to dismiss it and summon it again. In which that's case, I'll, waste I'll time. ask them to come and, and yeah, join cool. me. Yeah, you can say that that's maybe your action is like helping them, sort yeah. of like you reach down, down pull them up yeah. and stuff. Put them on either side of the, the foci. Um, we will get a proper Tiangong mini. Uh, we I've have one, one coming. Yeah. Well, as in, it's coming. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but for now, Spooky Spectre. We're uh, repainting one of my old Nova uh, minis. Oh, so I'm, I said I'm going to. I'm going to see if I can get some fancy paint because I found some like, uh, like nebula paints and stuff like that. Poster. Huh? Poster paint. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to get Airfix and dip it in. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. So we. So Nova climbs up. You you bring up Tiangong, but you're preparing yourself ready for this. Remember, there is going to be a task yeah. in between. So. Uh, and Ailey, you're just going to move yeah. in and then you're done? Yeah. All right, in that case, we go to a top of a brand new round. And yeah, Valena's going to start working on the next piece of the Starseed. Connection, right? Rock and roll. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Connection's next. All right. Well done. <laughs> so, uh, as Valena begins moving on this, memory, she... Post it note. You see uh, her dwarven form. She reaches down and she almost... Her hands meld into the anvil. And then as she pulls up, these two giant chains she hooks to either side of the star seed. And the chains are inscribed with runes and power flows through them. Um, uh, it's actually, I think that the chains would be, I'm trying to think where they would be. They would be next to um, the two columns on either side. So just in front of the big gates that Quill, you're currently like flying above. Sentry, you're next to one. Um, two enormous chains begin to drop from the ceiling. Um, and Valena basically, like, she grips the two next to her, uh, and she says, Champions, 
Both of these chains must be pulled. Ah, we, they will be immediately strong. You will need to work together or, or be of significant strength to do so. But they must be pulled in order to activate the next stage. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is the Quill, task. Nova, you know what to do. <laughs> as, as a reminder, if this task is not complete by the end of Valena's next turn, it counts as a failure. Um, oh. It counts as one failure. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these chains, I will give you some information about them, are enormous. Looking at them, they are heavy and thick. Even just the size of them will make it difficult to pull them. Uh, unless you were a large creature. If you were a large creature, they'll be easier to pull down. But um, for like normal medium-sized creature, it's going to be tough. Mm. Um, so, okay. uh, yeah, okay. that is your turn. I hand it over to you. You will have a whole turn. Don't forget, Valor's powers are here. Like haste, a reroll, portals, whatever you need. You could use all three on this turn if you wanted to. But you just get one. You get them once. That's it. If one was to levitate a chain, mm -hmm. would that make it easier to move? I would. I, it's not like a weightlessness spell; yeah. like it doesn't reduce the weight. Um, I might make it easier. Yeah, sure. I think like I might give like a, I wouldn't give advantage, but I might give like a small bonus for like the spell helping. My other idea is to go all gravitational oogie woogie again. Yeah. With either probably not reverse gravity, but gravitational thrust. So that's the one I use to push Max. Mm -hmm. But yep. I was thinking maybe if I get it, you like use it yank yeah, down. Yeah, to yank down. Sure. I think yeah. that one would be more. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to just do that on its own, or do you want to like wait until someone's pulling and then try and like wait. almost use it as like help for somebody? Yeah, I want to yeah. help someone. So um, sure. yeah, uh, I guess whoever goes to a chain first, or when Ayla goes to a okay. chain. What I will do is I'll actually count that as if another person is there helping, because mm -hmm. I actually have a Someone who doesn't board. have minus two strength. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. But I will count it as if somebody is help. Like, the, the more people that pull these things, the easier they're going to be. Mm -hmm. um, that will count as an additional person for whichever one. And you've got left and right. Which one would you like to do? Um, wherever, My left and right. <laughs> wherever Ayla goes. Right, so you'll just wait and see where Ayla goes and then you'll use it on that chain. Yeah, it's okay. um, within 60 foot. Of yeah, it's me, easy. So. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, All right, nice. so that's Nova's go, ready to action. Who wants to go next? Anybody got an idea or anything? With Nova's help, I could go to the chain on this side. Yep, on my and left, yeah. Yeah, I guess, just try and pull it down and... Do you want to do that now or do you want to give time for the others to try and do something as well? Because again, like you guys can choose your order yeah. here, right? So like, you could be like, I'm going to wait and go last or I'm going to wait until like Lucius and Quill have done something and then... Are you still huge, Century? I'm not huge yet, but I can be huge. <laughs> okay. I can get huge. What? That'd be good. No, I, I do have Technically, an idea. you can get large. <laughs> just the next size category. Oh. Technically. <laughs> yeah, and I do, I do have an idea. It's just I don't know who to help. Um, You're closer to Sentry. Yeah. Sentry. But I can, I can help either. Um, Lucius can come help. I'm yeah, he's actually not that strong. Bird. He is, yeah. Strong, yeah. Not bad. Uh, I think that's what I'm Don't doing. forget, Lucius is a Peacock character right now. Uh, <laughs> More for visuals than anything. And else. he's gorgeous. I don't think it has. So I think it's those stats that change. I don't think L4 Aracrocra have nah, what strength. Have no. Plus two's not bad. <coughs> Plus yeah. Minus two. Uh, so Quill, um, I will uh, jump at the chain and hang off and just do this. <laughs> 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 
No, I will. I wish I had the plush here and I could just shake him. <laughs> I am going to summon a celestial. Oh, what? Oh. Another trucker. Hello. A large celestial. Oh. Who obeys my every command. A strong boy. Uh, and he has decent strength, actually, yeah. Okay. Um, well, do you want to still, because if Sentry can get big, like, do you want to send that to help Ayla instead? Or? Yeah, I'll uh, send it to Ayla's side. Okay. Or I guess what will be Ayla's side. Um, he's got okay strength, to be honest, but yeah, I'll summon a Celestial. Sure. Of the Avenger variant. Oh. Um, doesn't change anything. What, what, does this, what does the Celestial look like? You get to summon it. I know this spell, this isn't a specific, like, creature in the Monster Manual. This is, like, your own sort of, like, summon. I mean, I guess similar in uh, to... He's not just, like, a big Aarakocra or anything. He's similar in theme to Hesper more than anything. So a winged humanoid. A winged humanoid, yeah. Um, just cloaked in light and radiance. So no actual features, just like the vague form of a human being with wings, but made of light. Yeah, I feel like uh, in summoning him, it almost comes out of Quill, <laughs> in a way. Like, like the form of Quill just explodes outwards and becomes Hesper, <sighs> in, in a sense. Yeah, this golden radiance, like, like some of its feathers from its wings drop down and seem to vanish as it's like fall, as they're slowly falling. Um, and yeah, you project it towards the one. Um, yeah, and I can and cast that 90 feet away as well. So yeah, that'll go yeah. straight to that side. And you side. command it to help Ayla pull the chain. Yeah, uh, right. just to pull the chain down and it... One big glowing bicep arm, another one grips the second part of the chain. I wait the order. It just kind of grips on. <laughs> nice. You want me to do it? Do it. Okay. So oh, you're going to take yeah. your turn, Ayla? Sure. You move over. Because, sure, you can get the movement. It's fine. Um, my feet, you're fine. I feel like I should probably gravitational thrust the other chain now. <laughs> I feel like these two have it. Uh, you can. I guess sure. Lucius yeah. is warming up. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> just waddling over. You're just in the I'll, background. I'll say that, just... like, you could have said, like, <laughs> your held reaction, right? You could say, I will help Ayla if she needs it, yeah. or I will help whoever, needs it, whoever needs it most. Like if I That's don't. That's what I was going to do with Lucius. Mm. Is yeah. like whichever oh, side looks yeah. imbalanced, he will lend yeah. strength to his strength to. Nice. Okay. By trying to peacock fly. Okay. To the chain. Uh huh. <laughs> and fly downwards. I was thinking. So like grab onto it well. and then try and fly down. Pulling it down. Pulling down. Still going to be a strength check, but I like the visuals. It's a it's a theme thing. I'm like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> flapping downwards. You yeah. Think okay. I can, I can think of saying it. Well, let's do Ayla first. So, Ayla, this is going to be a athletics check. Okay. You have a disadvantage because you are currently infused. However, you'll get a plus two uh, bonus um, because you are being aided by another creature. And the DC is drastically lowered because the uh, celestial is a large creature and it's taking okay. like the bulk of the chain and you're basically just like rah, pulling so down on it. So, disadvantage, but then add. Two. Yes, and it is a lower DC. Okay, so 15 or an 18, so 15 plus 15. <laughs> oh my nice. You didn't need the large creature. The, no, I did the not. The DC for this without any, the DC if it was a small creature without on their own is DC 30. Ayla could have pulled this thing <laughs> you down pull without it out anyone. You pull it out of the celestial hands. 
<laughs> like the celestial is clearly like doing something, but like you feel that like you you wouldn't have needed them. Like one finger just yeah, like the muscles just <laughs> The lightning crackles up and down the arms along the back. Oh my you god! You feel like your muscles tense and stretch. Maybe a little bit. This is still hard work. It's not easy. Like you you do it, but it's like sweat drips down you as you pull down. Um, and yeah, you feel this chain. Uh, yeah, begin to descend. The celestial is just, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, like, oh, bro. <laughs> Damn. In canon, <laughs> the, it, non-joking around, the celestial probably would probably nod of respect, um, sort of, like, slow, <laughs> slow nod. All right, so that's one chain is being pulled down. What about the other one? So, nice. essentially, you want to go for this one? Yeah, I'm going to go um, enlarge. Enlarge yourself. I'll get... Um, Advantage on strength, strength checks. Yeah, and you're not infused currently, so you'd still have that advantage. Cool, and that's um, the last charge. And then, Lucius, are you going to go and help Sentry? It seems like that chain's yeah. under control, oh, yeah, so yeah, I'll yeah, be uh, assisting. So, you kind of like, you, you flap, and you kind of jump up in the air. I'll be right there! And you kind of like, you know, you, you flap, and you kind of fly for a moment, and you land, and then you keep running, and then you jump, and you flap again, and you actually a couple more seconds in the air, and then you land, and you're like, I'm doing it, and you flat, and then yeah, the last on the third one, you, you you kind of now understand how like you can at least get wind beneath you. You're not flying right, but it helps you jump up. You grab on uh, onto this chain and like trying to flap your wings to like pull it down, um, but also like just with your own athleticism, like you're still quite a strong individual, and like you are pulling your weight down. You manage to get your feet maybe hooked into the heavy. column onto the grate, oh, and like. Yeah. Can I cast gravitational thrust on him? Yeah. Because on a creature, so then it'll... <laughs> it doesn't change the weight. You are, it'll I, push I, him to Yeah, feet. you can kind of push in like so he's yeah. gripping on. I'll yeah. Just blur out this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, for century advantage and plus four because you technically have two creatures helping you to the roll. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. Ooh, 14 plus eight. Nice. Um, 24. 24 plus two, 26. <laughs> 26. With your larged form, with the others helping you, again, it's still difficult. Like, it, it, it's um, not even, no, it's not difficult, but it's tiring, right? Mm. Like, even in your, you don't sweat, but you can feel your, like, wooden muscles and your vines, like, you do feel them, like, you know, tense and almost tear at points, as if they were muscle fibers, mm. right? And, like, you, like, your metal begins to screech and creak as you pull down in your enlarged form. But Lucius, like, with this heavy pressure, like, argh, pulled on his back, but he's also got, like, a claw around the gate. He's pulling down with you. And with all of these things combined, both chains, boom, and they begin to rotate rapidly. You see the chains that are attached to the star seed through the anvil as Valena is holding them. Um, she begins to move them around it, like turning and twisting something. You begin to see lines of magic kind of coiling around this thing as it does. Like she's bending the runes on the thing, but she's twisting them around it. And then as the chains are like rotating round, more of these runes are replenishing as she does so, wrapping around it. Uh, excellent work, champions, yes. We are nearing completion. Just one more. And yeah, she's gonna prepare, but that, you, that was the last turn, right? Everybody else has taken a turn yeah, at this yeah. point. Wait, two more. Uh, yeah, two more. <laughs> um, but she will say like, 
Very well, I will prepare the next foci. Um, and she finishes with the chains. The two giant chains vanish. They kind of disappear into ether. The hands, the chains in her hands vanish. And now she holds up uh, what appears to be almost like a vice, like a kind of wood, like a kind of like a, a workshop vice. She holds it up in the air. And again, you see that connection of magic go behind her now into the crystal pillar beside Nova. Um, and it is a brand new turn. So again, take it in the order that you wish. Do I still have a blessy bless from Sentry? Uh, I believe so. You haven't cast another concentration. Yeah. Already, yeah. Cool. Well, if nobody interjects, um, yeah, go for it. Yeah. If you got bless, wait. <laughs> Cancel the gravity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so... I'm gonna, and again, I don't, I don't want to keep telling you what to do. Valor's powers, you have to use them at the start of your turn. The re-roll, you can't activate it like when you fuck up the roll. You have to activate it now. Do I have to do the re-roll? No. Well, if you don't spend it, it's gone. Like, once you activate that power, you get a moat, like a moat of her power that you can then use. But once you use it, it's gone. It's a lifeline. Worth yeah. it. I think considering we were already not sure... Or you sure, can save it for Sentry. We've like, got the two worst rollers last. True, but I think we already were pretty uh, confident of Sentry and Hope. We weren't super sold on you and Connection, right? No, it was me and Hope. That's why we swapped. I was originally going to take Hope, and we swapped, so yeah. sadly yeah. take Hope, and I take Connection. Do we use the re-roll now? It's up to you. It's your. I mean, it's your turn, right? Yeah. I'm just been rolling. I'm not trying to tell ones. you guys what to do. I just don't yeah, want you to like, not use this cool stuff. Pretty badly. <laughs> yeah, if you want to use it, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will take the re-roll, but also I would like to touch this pillar together with Tiangong. Makes sense. I imagine that you would do. So yeah, like uh, you kind of call out, it would be like, Valor, I need your light. You know, you call out something to Valor. Yeah, and she'll just be like, and she like reaches up and uh, she pulls from like her hair. She has this long, dark hair now, like straight. Um, very much like her mother, she has kind of this like uh, Indian sort of Arabic mixed with calluses uh, or, you know, uh, nature. Um, and she pulls like almost like a, a star from her hair, like a piece of glowing like magic from her hair. And then she throws it out, it becomes like a drifting orb. And you see it's almost like a, a, a clock that's like spinning in three dimensions and it just floats next to you. Um, it won't last long, Nova. If you need it, you need to use it when, when, you, when you soon, in, in the next few seconds. Um, but you have that moat uh, until the end of this round. You can use it to re-roll an ability check. Or, uh, cool. Whatever you want. Um, all right, and then with Tian Gong, you both reach out, you place your hand on this uh, blue kind of crystal column, um, and very much like Quill, you suddenly find yourself in silence, in a white space that seems to stretch on into nothing. You have no physical form here, and neither does Tian Gong, but you feel another presence with you, uh, inside you, beside you, around you, not a voice, you can't hear Tiangong, but you know they're there. This is your mind, and it's shared, but it's like, it's like they're behind a glass door. You know, you know you, they're there, you can hear them if you need to, but not exactly their words. They're, you can feel them, is what I mean. Mm. Um, you can feel their presence. And as you arrive, you hear a voice in your mind. Connection. What bonds the people of Arois? What connections between the living and the dead to call them within the star seed? What is unity? And you feel that again, that, that desire, that request to share memory, to share thought about connection and what it is to know the memories of connections or of what it means. 
what it, this is this is how you choose to interpret it so nova thinks to recent events and specifically towards the evening in gusthaven when everyone was together around the dinner table and as well as just the storm chases um we had loved ones nova had her family nova had thalia who has come from space um big cat and Kyrie. um there were people there from all races beast walkers arakokra elves high elves lowland elves there were people there's you know sentry with her matrix and the memories of those lost guardians lost perhaps even the matrix is a star seed in itself, you know, in some ways. And she thinks of the laughter of Lucius making very rude gestures. She thinks of the way she feels when she looks at Thalia, when she looks at her family, when she looks at her friends and people she's met from rulers and highborn officials down to beast walkers and space uh, ship crew. And she thinks this is what Erois is, is coming together and working together against Callus, against Hadar, working together to fight for another day. And also just being together in this moment of warmth and food and laughter and connection and love, all forms of love from friendship to relationship, to familial love. And that is what connection is to her. And of course, in that as well, the connection with Tiangong too, this kind of other being, that just flows through all of that with every everything she does. The voice doesn't say this, but you feel this as like a question that lingers. Is connection just love and positivity? What about, you know, you feel this almost like what of the connection to Callus? What of the connection to your enemies, the people that you have hated? You feel like memories of like these hated figures come up. And there is this almost like a questioning, a curious nature, like to Nova, can you be connected to people that you hate? Can you be connected to people that have caused you pain? And does that connection change that? She thinks of the first time that she saw Hadar. I think it was in the night eyes when she saw that vision of Hadar and it was still a sort of distant threat. And then of the moment when Sentry and Lucius were almost lost and they managed to save them, the team managed to save them. And that fear. And no, the connection isn't love, but it is a need to survive and a need to thrive, and a need to to stand up in the face of being wiped out, because she, a little weak nerd from a little corner who thought she had this vision of the world mm. that has been proved utterly wrong and not like what she's read in her books, mm. she will do everything in her being to stand up for everybody against those she hates, against those that threaten her friends and her family. Mm because it's what you do. Okay. And, and how does Nova feel towards Callus? Not Hadar, who is this other thing, like towards Callus, towards Zarkira, towards Brett Brookstone, these, these foes, these enemies you've encountered. Towards Callus, 
she feels sorry. Mm -hmm. She feels pity. Pit not pity, she feels sorry. She feels empathetic and understands mm. his thought process mm. and his drive to be better mm. and his almost need so there, to be there, better. So there is a kind of understanding there, even though this is a hated enemy, there mm. is this kind of desire to understand, this desire to reconciliate, in a sense. And probably a frustration that he is turning away mm -hmm. from all of us, mm -hmm. trying to help him in our ways, in our own ways, mm. and try to kind of like, a frustration of like, if we just work together, mm. we could achieve so much. So much. Mm. Why not? But we're probably gonna have to stop you and... Yeah. I mean, conflict is, connection is conflict as yeah. well. You get that sense of like, connections aren't like, you know, yeah, like aren't always positive, right? Like mm. The last question that the, the thing senses, and the voice does speak this, and what of the dead have you lost? Do you know the path to the afterworld? Have you glimpsed it? Uh, has Nova lost anybody? Does she have a connection to anyone who's ever died? Two people. <laughs> hmm? Are they dead? Or they're did not, they come they're back? They're not dead, though. No. And the answer might just be no. I think this... Okay, so this is what comes to me mm. immediately. And it is the thought of Lucius lying on the deck of the Storm Chaser, mm -hmm. bleeding out with everyone panicked around. Mm. And thinking of her desperately trying to cast that spell that she knows is going to take ten minutes, and that is, you know, nine and however many seconds too long. Mm. And the the desperation of everyone around her trying to cast sequester, trying to think of these options, the doctor trying to help, and and nothing working, and Lucius just looking at Tiangong and casting mending, and that kind of last act before death. That selflessness from Lucius in the face of death. And I feel like she would have thought that was the closest to death she has ever seen anyone come to the point where it's like just ingrained in her mind. And she thinks of when Lucius takes that first awful breath back when he was healed and that voice of Tiangong in her head with that mending spell cast of all you have done, we know thank you, and it just resonates through her. Okay. Powerful emotions. It's very good, like very good memories, excellent job. Uh, there, is a, there is a slight element of like, you almost feel like there is a connection missing there. Like, like this part of the foci is meant to connect to the dead and like the mm. world and bring them here. And like, there's just, Nova doesn't have that in a mm. way. Like you came close, but like Lucius survived. Mm. He never made that journey. Um, but everything else, like all the stuff about the friends, the family, the dinner, like, yeah, you feel that deeply connect with the foci. Um, I think that this is going to be charisma because it is very, it is very social. It's about the people, the memories, the connections you've made. Um, you get a D4 from Bless, um, but it's going to be a slightly higher DC. Oh, goody. <sighs> you do have that reroll. Mm -hmm. I rolled a three plus five. Is so D4 also rerolled? Yeah. I'd say, yeah, sure. Like, I think that Valor's power would be enough that this is like a complete, it's like re time rewinds and like, you know, you kind of get that sense. <laughs> Good roll. <laughs> Did you cast mending on this roll? No. Okay. No, no, no. One trick pony. <laughs> 
17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. There's a moment where, like, thinking all these things and that connection and, like, in a Nova way, like, you feel like you've missed something, that connection to the dead, but also, did it want more? Like, the, the connections to your enemies, was that, you know, were you supposed to have that? Or, or was this, what if you, like, you begin to have all these doubts? <clears throat> and you feel valor. This, you see her as a child. There's a memory that flashes in Kaylee's rest. Having lost Yusef and Corin, and that realization that that connection, you became her family. Mm. And it's not there, you don't see it, but it's almost like you hear the ticking of a clock. And then those, those fears, you're like, no, I'm not gonna give in to that. And you think of the dinner, you think of all the things that you said, and that's when you connect. And that's a connection, that's a successful connection. So. Hell yeah. Very good. So yeah, you oh. see this blue, uh, starry kind of line connect to uh, to Nova's, um, at the top, not her heart, but like the top, like the chest kind of thing. Like it kind of connects into your like collarbone. Um, and it, yeah, you feel it connect to this column. Uh, the, the, the thing pulses with light. You almost see like a nebula of stars appear around it as it connects. And again, you begin to feel this foci copying information. Uh, every person that you've met, the face, the way they made you feel, uh, the memories that you had with them, uh, it copies those down. Like little incidental things. Rose Hall, having those first conversations, um, the first time you met the party on the store, like all of these things, it's just copying like the Funny incidentals. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just copying all of that stuff down um, as it is detailing these connections. What is important? What is friendship? What is family? What is it to hate someone? What is it to, you know, be a brother in arms to like, you, you know, learn sword fighting? Like how deep do these connections go? And also love, like with Thalia, like there's, this is a thing that is incredibly interested in this foci and it wants to understand what that is and why, you know, why did you go to such lengths to go and save her and stuff like that? So yeah, it copies all of that down. But uh, that leaves us with only one foci remaining. And also, I think now's the right time to go for a break. Oh, uh, oh my God. One left. So, so two failures. <laughs> yeah. But uh, one, one, one left to go, but two failures. Um, uh, close. Yeah. It's close. And uh, yeah, get in there. That was a good re-roll. Oh, that re-roll. Great re-roll. Was... Re you rolled a four. Oh. Yeah. So, needed what a it. Swing. <laughs> yeah, it was a big swing. And yeah. it makes sense. And I think, like, again, it's like the dice know, man. Like, the mm. dice know, because they're like, <laughs> the drama works. So I think it was perfect as well that you brought up Valor and Yusef and Corin because mm. that would almost remind me of a, no, I have seen death. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They um, kind of connect it. Like, yeah, like, that's it. And I think it's like, they, you weren't super close to them, but it was something, mm. like, held that connection. Yeah. Um, as a point, like when you know, obviously dealing with this, like you know, if Lucius or Quill had done it, as they like Sentry, it wouldn't have counted because Sentry doesn't go to the afterlife. Mm. But Quill and Lucius, because your connection to your family specifically, mm. like that was like a big thing for Lucius. Like imagine your connector and Quill has actually been there. Like that would have been an easy. easy I also thing. know the route back. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just take a little. left at Palador. But then it was all the other stuff, like very much fitted exactly what you said, and like with th you, you're the only one who has like a romantic kind of like partner, and you know it makes perfect sense. So, yeah, we're gonna take. Um. Uh, that is gonna be. <laughs> in fact, I'm gonna say it this way. That's it for part one. We'll see you next time. Uh, join us then. See ya. See ya. Bye.